Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ree right here on What A Ice Radio and you are now tuned in to the biggest, baddest, the livest show on internet radio, the Lauren Ree Live Show. Let's go. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans. Hey, it's your girl Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on Water Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go! Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here. What a Ice Radio, the Lauren Reed live show, and we are back. We were gone for a little bit. Summer break. Not a, really a not break. Not really. We, we had a podcast a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we did, yeah. and we're and it's, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. It's that season. I, it is. You know, summertime is really busy for us, you know, just being full-fledged into events. Yeah, shout out to you. Soul in the City was a hit. Thank you. Appreciate that. We had uh, Be Easy. We had Q Banks. We had... Mark, we yep. had Judea and Suzanne Christine. Yo, listen. <laughs> You're in love. No, no, no. No, no, I recorded her singing, you know, put on my timeline, uh-huh. uh, on my story. Yo, everybody was like, yo, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? And I was yeah. like, yo, go well, follow her. She's dope. She's so good. Yeah. I mean, that's take away from anyone else on the, on the you know, the, yeah, the bill. Whole Everybody's great, great right? Yeah. I got... Yesterday had a family barbecue and everybody that was there, shout out to my family for supporting the show. They were like, yo, everybody was dope. Yeah. Like it wasn't one person. You know, my family is yeah, their yeah, hard yeah. tough credit. I mean, that's just Philly, right? I Philly know, would right? You, like, they would they were telling yeah. me like boy was corny. Yeah. But no, everybody, everybody was, was really, really good. Um just thank you to all of them. And they're all are like easy to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for I didn't sure. have no divas or guys acting yeah. crazy. Like everybody was really chill. The people came out and represented for yeah, them. For sure. It was just a really good, feel good time, and I just have to say this: that I can't wait to continue. Yeah, we got a soul in the that's city. First of many. Yeah, that's first of many. I want to give people the opportunity um, in the underground, give them you know, a music, and I give them a platform. So that's what it's really all yeah, about. Yeah, shout out to Wow, one of the actually they got voted uh, best, best place to have a dance party in they Philly. Did shout out to Wow, by, uh, Philly Mag. So shout out to Meg and all of them. Yes. Gavin at Wow. And but, you know what? My brother was telling me. Shout out to my older brother Malik. He was like, "Yo." 
it gave Soul in the City gave me the feel of back in the day with like the Roots and Jill Scott, like yeah, when she the needed Soul a Aquarians. yeah, they were all like just jam together, jam together, and like they needed a place to come and people would come out and see them. Yeah, so I was like, mm, that's like a cool that. to emulate like that. that. I'm okay yeah. with that. So stay tuned. <laughs> Some light <laughs> Soul in the City Volume Two coming yeah. soon. You know I mean? Yes. Soon. It's gonna be but, really, oh, for really those cool. who do not know, I'm Jay the Gentleman. I and uh, oh, <laughs> he, he is Jay the Gentleman. He here. is here. here. Yep. Yeah. But other than that, you've been okay. Yeah, just you know, summer busy. Uh, oh, I gotta give a really, really big shout out to my girl Nexus. Nexus. Uh, she just got a job with Facebook, and she's leaving for Seattle next week. Well, I guess whenever this drops, yep. she leaves in the beginning of August. So shout out to her. I went out to New York you surprise did. party. It it's was great surprise. So dope. Great surprise. She had no idea. It mm. worked. So shout out to Kendra and all of them in New York. Had a really good time and then came back yesterday and, yeah. you know. Back to the grind. Pretty much. I totally know everything about that. Yeah. So, but, but we got today, a great show today. Yes, today. We're keeping that energy. Keeping it. Throughout same the whole summer. Energy. All summer 19. Yeah. All summer 19. Will we say all summer 20 next year? Uh, all year. All, all year. 20. All, all 20. All 20. I like hashtag that. Hashtag all 20. <laughs> That's a good hashtag. All right. So our guest today. Will beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't want no smoke. <laughs> no smoke. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, it's whatever. Nah, nah. I'm good. Her if guns I, got guns. If like. I saw her somewhere, and I would be like, you win. You got that. It's cool. It's you all right. Can you drink? Can you drink? I don't know. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and she's beautiful, by yeah, the way. Absolutely. Um, we have... You go ahead. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, we got an awesome MMA fighter from Philly. Yep, we got right. Jamie Colleen. How you doing? Hi, yes. what's up, guys? I'm chilling, good. Chilling, chilling. Thank you so much for yes, uh, coming through. And it was like real easy too. I was like, hey, you're dope. You want to come on the show? She's like, yep. Listen, it's never that easy. It's, never, <laughs> it's always like two or really? three emails or you know DMs. Yes, yes, I, yes. I, I think with the uh, email, I sent yeah, an email. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. I was yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. You so were like, you so she's much. on. I was the like. Those are my favorite kind of guests. Yeah, the ones who just confirm. I was like, you want the day? She's like, that works. The time. Done. Yeah. Book it. Let's cool. do it. So thank you so much. Yes, thank oh, absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Jamie, um, where do we really start? I, I mean, mean it's you're born in Philly, born and raised in Philly. Actually, no, VA. No. Whoa, Virginia's for lovers. Uh, West Virginia. Actually. Oh, West Virginia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I was born and raised in West Virginia. Um, kind of lived all over. I moved to South Carolina, like. Mm-hmm. Sometime in high school and graduated from there. Then moved to Ohio. Most of my family's in Ohio now. Okay. And from oh, Ohio, um, Cincinnati. Oh, nice. I have yeah. family in Cincinnati. Cool. So, um, yeah, small world. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, yeah, from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. came to Philly. But I've lived here for like 10, 11 years now. So I can wow. say. Yeah. You're from, from Philly. Philly now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're from Philly. <laughs> That's, That's fine. I get it. That's home. So you did a lot of moving around. Where was one of your favorite places to, to be? Um... And it's no pressure. You don't have to say Philly. <laughs> I, I was going to say Philly. Really? You know, when I was living in South Carolina, I think I would ap- appreciate it more now because I lived, uh, we lived in Myrtle Beach. Mm. So yeah. I think, like I said, I would appreciate it more now that I'm older. Like, For sure. Myrtle live Beach. Live at the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually so, really nice. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> I, so I do miss that aspect of it. But yeah, I'm a Philly girl. All the okay. Way, so. I hear that. I hear that. So... You know, what I read about you is that you were always into sports, really, like all of your like school years and things of that nature. But when did you really start maybe getting into martial arts? Um, when I was 19. Okay. Um, so I guess like 13 or so. Like two years, years ago? Yeah, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. You don't have to tell your age. <laughs> like a year ago or something. Uh, uh, right. Um, 
Yeah, and I started off, uh, just a friend of mine basically had to drag me to a kickboxing class because after high school, I like was still looking to like, like lifting weights wasn't cutting it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I still want to feel that competitiveness and that mm-hmm. competitive drive. So um, yeah, he, I was just, you know, kind of just went to shut him up and then just never, I, I fell in love with it and yeah. I never stopped really? training after that day. Yeah, wow, okay. so. So are you trained in any other, like what forms of martial art are you um, trained so in? So I, I started off as a boxer and a kickboxer. Okay. And then um, and then when I moved to Ohio, I transitioned to MMA. So okay. I'm like primarily a striker. I do, I love to stand and kind of bang it out. Mm-hmm. But okay. I also like, uh, I train under Daniel Gracie mm-hmm. and Hinzo Gracie Philly. And, um, Legendary Gracie yes. family. Yeah, they <laughs> and, definitely uh, paved the I'm, way I'm for definitely, it. I'm uh, definitely blessed to be um, a part of that. So um yeah, after when I started training with Daniel, all I really knew was just like a few grappling moves on mm-hmm. on the ground, just to kind of survive. And even at that point, it was just like I really had no idea what I was doing until mm-hmm. I started training under Daniel, like a little more than five years ago. So the, the Gracie family, they they specialize more in like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where you got the grappling and yeah, the and um, yeah. But the after like after once I started training with Daniel, that just completely changed my game. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I was like, man, I really like. I want to be a world champ. Like, this is really what I wow. want to do with my life. So, so. martial arts for dummies, me. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that too much about it. When you say um, jiu-jitsu and grappling, what does that kind of like mean? It's uh, more or less like submission fighting. Okay. Um, so, you basically can learn how to choke people out, break someone's arm. A lot of... Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ankles, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Shoulders. everything. Yeah. Um, but it transitions very well into like street fighting and self defense. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's. I, I, I feel like, especially in Philly, there's been like a really big um, like wave of people starting to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I have a, I've actually quite a few friends that are into it. Uh, some frat brothers, some some girls, some women that I know that are really getting sure. into it. Um, do you think it's because of um, the rise of MMA and UFC and like that mixed martial arts that people are starting to gravitate more to the, I guess we'll say newer mm-hmm. styles of fighting as opposed to like boxing, kickboxing, stuff like that? I think so. I mean, there's definitely um, just with the whole MMA scene, like um, coming to light. Yeah, it really is. But I think it just brought a whole new awareness mm-hmm. to like jujitsu and like how fun self-defense can mm-hmm. actually be. And, um, and you can also be like a badass competitor in jiu-jitsu too there's mm-hmm. um you know it's not just like going and taking classes like there's like a lot of like you know badass like top competitors out there that make a lot of money and cool. um just at the world-class level so yeah yeah it's that's a lot cool. of work it's re- yeah and it's really <laughs> cool to watch it evolve as yeah. well and um yeah we we never stop learning okay something i, I have so many it. questions me too i'm so glad i have so many questions i'm like so how did you why? so how do i <laughs> I'll show you some stuff after. <laughs> but no, um, you're you know people know you as Bad Mama, yes. so you got to tell us where you got that name from. Where did that come from? Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, so a dear friend of mine, um, Perry O'Hearn, he actually is the owner of Philly Fitness. I don't okay. know if okay. you guys are familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, hey, Perry, if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just at the time really new to Instagram, so I was just using like this, like. It wasn't like a dumb name, but it kind of was for Instagram. It was just my name. like, mm. And then like a few numbers after, he's like, you know what? Why don't you just like, you got to be creative. I'm like, well, be like, help me. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. And then he, he's the one actually 
came up with it for me and it stuck. And so yeah. now kind of everybody knows me. As well, I like the mama one. part because you are yeah. a mom. Yeah. And, um, you know, you kind of watched a lot of your interviews and stuff and you make that like a focal point that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't kind of put the two together, MMA fire and a mother, mm-hmm. but you are. So do you guys kind of have like a community of moms maybe in, in your world of fighting? Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of moms that fight that a, a lot of people, I mean, not everybody likes to you know, bring their kids into the spotlight or but my daughter and I are so close and I like to keep her as involved That's as like much as twin, possible. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. Um and I was supposed to let you guys know that she couldn't make it today because she's <laughs> on a beach day, play day Fair with her friends. So Say no I'm more. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she has a tight schedule. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um but yeah, so for me it's just it's only natural that um, you know, that I, you know, keep her right there with me mm-hmm. by my side and um like I said, keep her involved as much as possible in what I do. But, yeah, there's a lot of um, – I know, like, in Philly, I get a lot of um, messages from, you know, women that don't necessarily want to compete, but they are moms and are like – They appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And That's they, a lot. I get a lot of – yeah, it really is. That's a it's lot. It's a lot to balance. And um, and also for myself, like, I'm a single parent. Right. Because, I mean, because it takes – Like, when you have a fight coming up, it takes – like, the training is, mm-hmm. is intense because you got to be in shape. Yeah, make sure you, all your stuff is sharp. And then on top of that, to be a single mother, like, that's got to yeah. be ridiculous. Does she hard. come to the gym with you? She does. Okay. Yeah, she okay. does. And Did she ever get worried about you, like, whenever you're in the ring or sparring I, or I'm anything? sure there's, like, like, a degree yeah. of, like, worry there. But she doesn't really let it show. She's, like, pretty, like, um, like headstrong. And she understands. Like, she's been around it since she literally learned how to, like, crawl and walk on the mats. And so okay. she's been around it her whole life. She's. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there are, I'm sure, like sometimes where, like before a fight, she feels she definitely feels those yeah. nerves. And would you would um, you like be okay if she got into um, MMA? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you're like. It's so funny you say that because when I first got into MMA, my mom was like, No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. I hate this. No, yeah. but I mean, she it's a br- really it's brutal. Me, so it's right. brutal. It really is, but. Now, being a parent myself, I get that question a lot, and I'm just like, I don't know. I wouldn't be too happy about it in the beginning, but of course, I would be right there I, to support if, her. Okay, if you're like, going I'm in, let's coaching go in. you, <laughs> right. so, yeah. But no, I would um, definitely support her, but it would be like tough in the beginning, I yeah, think, for sure. to, to accept. Yeah. Speaking of your mom, you come from a family of entrepreneurs. They actually own a business, correct, in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Yes. You guys have a bakery, correct? We do our homework here. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, impressed. Yes. Yeah. So you're a businesswoman yourself. So how did you kind of like say, nah, I don't want to be a part of the family business. I'm going to do my own thing, but still in the same way being a part of, I mean, you're an entrepreneur yourself. You're, this, sure. is a, this is a business. It's your brand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I am kind of part of it. Like, I'm like, I taste all the foods. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When you no. go back, do they put you to work? <laughs> Not really. No. Okay. <laughs> They can't tell me what to do anymore. They're afraid of me now. No, but I, you know what I do when I go home? I do love being like down there at the market with them and like seeing all the people because they, they like all of their customers, um, you know, they hear all about like, you know, me and my daughter, but they never get to see us because right. we're not there. So mm-hmm. it's always nice to they kind put of a like face get, to a name. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, you know, just to see everyone. It's a lot of fun. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I lost track of it. No, um, just, no being, <laughs> just talking about kind of like journeying, journeying away from away from the mm-hmm. family business yeah. and just kind of being your own brand. Because I know a lot of people when they have the family has a business, mm. they kind of feel obligated to sure. be kind of like right. 
sucked into it and to take over like you know this is our tradition and this is what comes next did you have a hard time kind of being like nah this is not for me not really because my family is they're very much like you know choose whatever is going to make you happy and Mm -hmm. not that being a part of the business wouldn't make me happy it was just I just had a different path yeah um you know, and they supported that. So, for, but of course, you know, it's hard being away from them and just mm-hmm. hard, you know, I grew up with all my cousins and my family around and, mm-hmm. you know, for us to kind of sacrifice that is definitely hard. But no, I mean, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, they, they're so supportive and That's cool. just choose whatever you want to do. So That's awesome. So before we go to break, have to ask this question. Do your parents come to your fight? Have they seen you fight before? Um, my dad, um, who actually still lives in West Virginia, he came to my first amateur fight, which was in Cincinnati. Okay. Um, and then, you know what? I don't. My mom has hasn't watched a fight, and she won't watch it live either. Like when it's on uh, UFC That's fight pass, hard. That's hard. she's like, "I'll watch it later. I'll watch it later." Yeah. So I get it, but yeah, yeah, she's way more supportive now than she yeah. was before. So dope. All right, so let's go to a quick break. Yeah, when we I'll, come back, we come back. I want to talk more about into like the actual fighting and you know where you're at and all that good stuff. Yeah, cool. for sure. All right, so guys, we have Jamie Colleen here. She's an MMA fighter, um, and we don't want no smoke with her today. Not at all. So you know, it's I'm going to be careful <laughs> about what I say. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here, my boy Jada Gentleman. It's the Lauren Reed Live Show. We will be right back. Yeah. And we are back, everyone. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here. What a Ice Radio. Again, yeah, yeah. we have MM Fighter. MMA J- Fighter. MMA. Yeah. Ooh, okay, get me right. Yeah, gotcha. MMA yeah. Fighter. Jamie Colleen. <laughs> well, since she had such an easy name, she has two first names. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. An, I'm totally go- yeah, golden today. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Colleen is here in the building. We're talking a little bit about her journey. I have just a couple more questions about your journey before Jay gets all into, like, the fighting Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? All right. Um, you are, are a big, big, big advocate of women against abuse and domestic violence. Yes. And it's like a part of your story. And if you don't mind really kind of sharing a little bit of it, um, you have an interesting story on how you kind of really, cause you, you left Philly for a little bit and you came back. So how did you kind of, how did that have all happen? Wow. Where to start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I, I was in a, so did you want me to. No, go all into it because I know that you are advocate for women against abuse, their organization and like the safe, the safe haven. Mm -hmm. So how did you kind of get involved with that? So um, without keeping you guys here like all day, (laughs) (laughs) it is a long story, but I'll try to keep it as short as possible. So, um, you know, we were in an unfortunate um, situation that uh, led us to one of the two safe havens that um, women against abuse offers in Philly. and, you know, it, it was, you know, really, really tough. It was just, we had nothing and we had to just rebuild our lives basically. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, I, I, I'm finding like the more I share my story and the more I, um, you know, I'm involved in the community mm-hmm. and doing what I do um, for women against abuse. Um, I'm finding like my story is just more of like a story of just becoming mm-hmm. instead of just kind of like, oh, this is, you know. The sad story. Yeah, which I don't want it to be. I want it to be more of like, you know, oh my gosh, like this really shitty thing happened. And But I want people to know that there's a way out Mm -hmm. and that there's hope and that you can get through it and, you know, take your power back. So that's um, more about like what it's about for me and sharing my voice and um, trying to, um, you know, raise as much awareness as possible. So, um, 
with that said, I that's exactly what I did. You know, I you know a lot of days were harder than others. It was mm. really hard to get out of bed. It was yep. everything was really 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 hard. So um, you know, and then having a child that didn't understand what was going on, mm. but knew that something was something different. was definitely and weird. She yeah. was you know. Enduring a lot as well too. So um, I was trying to, while trying to juggle um, rebuilding our lives, I was trying to like maintain like the normalcy for her. I wanted, mm-hmm. I didn't want her to feel like there was just like this abrupt, like crazy change in her life. And so yeah, I was trying to keep things as normal as possible for mm-hmm. her. And um, you know, just I'm telling you, like the, I felt like the like the court hearings mm-hmm. were just. Unless I couldn't even tell you how many court hearings we went to. It actually finally ended uh, last year. Wow. Yeah, so that was was five years now. So one might think you're you're a fighter, you know how to defend yourself. How could you possibly end up in a situation where you were a victim of domestic violence? I mean, just being kind of sort of like ignorant to the fact um, that it can still happen to you. Did you ever kind of like wonder like, how did I get here and I'm this strong woman and I and I know how to defend myself but yet here's still the cards that are being handed to me right now sure and I I hear that a lot um but you know abuse doesn't discriminate it can really happen to anyone Mm -hmm. and um there's lots of different uh forms of abuse Mm -hmm. so there's like what we all know is like the physical abuse the verbal there's emotional mental Mm -hmm. abuse there's also financial abuse Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I experienced all of those things and was just so isolated for so long. And granted, yeah, I am strong. I can hold my own. But, you know, you know, being able to defend yourself doesn't necessarily mean that I can, you know, if the physical Mm -hmm. part happens, it it can actually make matters worse, like fighting Mm -hmm. back. So, um, you know, there was a point where it's just like, I know, like, deep down, I'm like, this is... I. The person mm-hmm. you see now has always been there. I was just just buried under all the shit and yeah. didn't know how to get out of it. And then just when you're isolated with somebody for so long, and then we had a child together. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I want to keep my family together. Family together. Yeah. So I would like, I wasn't willing to accept what was happening at first. Right. Um, over the years, and then it just as it got worse and worse and worse, I'm like, okay, like this is not okay. I can't keep pretending like it's not happening anymore because I just I didn't want to bring my daughter up in that type of environment um nor did I want to set an example that um it's okay to um you know stay in a situation if I have like the ability you know and control to get out of it granted like the way it went down wasn't really my choice um I would have much rather obviously things to you know be more like civilized yeah civilized and yeah and go about it the right way but you know my ex-partner also was dealing with um a lot of like mental health issues Mm -hmm. as well so that was like another layer um (laughs) just kind of thrown on top of everything because he was you know you deal with a lot of most abusers are unreasonable people you can't reason with them and um there's no you know they're master manipulators and you know i i did like at one point a year before the situation happened that led us to the safe haven, I um, was like, we were in another situation where like my family had to come up and we were ready to leave. And then he managed to like manipulate me again and I wasn't willing to accept it. And 
um, that was a big mistake on my part because after that, then it was just even. It's uh, so even funny that isolated. you touched on that part because I think sometimes people are so easy to say, oh, he hits you or he talks to you terribly or vice versa mm-hmm. with um, women with men too. Like, yo, just just roll, just Dude, leave, yeah. right? Yeah. And sometimes your family kind of sometimes wants to make it to seem like it's that easy, but it's so many other things that's kind of like tied into it that sure. keeps you there um, mm-hmm. to hold you like hostage almost, yeah. right? Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of fear involved and a lot of, once you're in that situation for so long and you mm-hmm. start to believe the things that they say, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times you just kind of feel broken and defeated and you're like, okay, well, where am I going to go? Because they make you feel like you have nowhere to go or Mm -hmm. nobody's going to support you because through that isolation you lose contact with people including your family so when it gets to the point of when you're like I'm going to leave you this is like this is wrong and um, this is unsafe then it's just like oh well where are you going to go you Mm -hmm. have nothing Mm because there's that financial abuse involved Mm -hmm. and just I mean everything and they make you feel like so then a lot of people I think stay because they feel like they have no other choice and you know. And then the part of being the, the the humbleness that you have to have to go to a safe haven mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of people there that you don't know, kind of maybe in the same situation as you, and you're kind of like it's kind of like possibly an ego blow, but at the same time you got to do what you had to do for yourself. Sure. So when you go back, and I know you give back a lot to the safe haven and talk to a lot of the women there, um, are you? I know they're probably like, all right, she's going to teach us how to defend ourselves. But are you teaching them more how to, you know, defend themselves mentally versus the physical aspect of it? Yeah, it's all around. Okay. You know, and I, um, I, you know, and also sometimes it's not even, we don't even work out. Sometimes we're just sitting and talking Mm -hmm. and um, I'm totally fine with that. And, And I find that like every week is different. Some days we don't have anyone just because I've the the trinity rate is so high mm-hmm. there so that um you know one week we might have a group of like steady people that have been coming you know a group of like six or eight people and mm-hmm. then um you know then the next week sometimes we don't we don't always see the same people, people. so it's tough but yeah so I usually me approaching the situation I, I wanted it to be like okay I, I don't want it to seem like oh I'm like walking in there like I just kind of wanted to get off a very um, warm and mm. uh, easy vibe. I didn't want it to feel like an like, even keel level. Yeah, level. and just yeah. kind of like, like let's just keep it real. Right, right. I just kind of let them lead, like whatever they feel like they want to do. That's just that's what we do. That's dope. I just have to, you know, just commend you on For your sure. journey and you know Thank overcoming. You. No, it's really hard because someone needs to hear that. You know, that may be stuck in a situation mm-hmm. and thinking they can't get out of it or whatever the case might be and it's people like you who have a platform to be kind of like this is my story and this is how you can move forward and if you need help it's okay to go somewhere else they can relate to you you for sure sure. so let's transition a little bit um take a quick break and then we come back jay is only going to ask you questions about (laughs) 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 it's your girl lauren Reed right here what ice radio with jamie colleen and jay the gentleman we will be right back Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lauren Reed from the Lauren Reed Live Show. And it's your boy, Jay the Gentleman. What up? And we're here to talk to you guys about Water Ice Radio. That's right. We got a lot of great shows for you. A little bit of something for everybody. We got music. We got some culture. Yep, and then we got some movers and shakers. And everything in between. Right, so what everyone should do right now is subscribe to Water Ice Radio on all major streaming platforms. You're welcome in advance. Yes, everybody. That's pretty much it. Peace. 
Bye. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Lauren Reed live. Water Ice Radio. Jay the yeah. gentleman. Got Lauren Reed and our special guest, MMA, MMA, MMA ah, fighter. Say that <laughs> ten times. MMA fighter. Uh, Jamie Colleen. How you feeling? Hey, hey, I'm good. Cool, good. Cool, cool. Uh, so I want to, you know, segue transition into the more the fighting, the MMA, your competitions, all that good stuff. Um, when did you go pro? I, uh, I went pro in 2013. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what what are you at right now? What's your record? What, where are you at? Uh, I am now five and three. Okay. Yeah. And you just had a fight a couple months ago, right? I did, yeah. yeah and how'd that go? Back in June in Philly for the first time. Whoa. I fought wow. in Philly. It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. How well, was the energy? Was it oh, like... it was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Usually I'm like, I have to travel everywhere and that's... It's just kind of gets annoying yeah. because, you know, we deal with the weight cuts and then just, I don't yeah. know, there's just the traveling and, I don't know, it's nice to be home. Yeah, for just, sure. Yeah. So what do you do to pump yourself up right before a match? Like, what is like, do you have like kind of like a routine? Not really. I just, I tend to just, I, maybe it is a routine, I don't know, but I like it just to be quiet. Okay. And okay. like mellow. Usually if there's a lot of people around, which is usually the case because. Like trainers and. Yeah, and then we have other fighters in the same room that right. are also like getting ready to walk out. So, um, yeah, I usually just put my headphones on and it's like the like calm before them. the storm yeah, yeah yeah some people like to just like <laughs> hit pads and go create yeah. yeah i think i'll hit pads to warm up and yeah. you know i do what i got to do for that but for the most part like yeah i just i'll take a nap I like the, I like he, said, he said she yeah. said i'll take a nap <laughs> I like yeah i like to I, chill I, I, mm-hmm. I forgot who i was talking about like what but i when I played sports, that was always my move. Like, because everybody would, like would want to go out in the bleachers and talk to people, mm-hmm. or they would have like music blasting. I would just have like my headphones, be chilling. Mm-hmm. I would take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because school, like, I, points, I like to listen to like classical music okay. or mm-hmm. music from. Um, uh, you know that movie 300? Yeah. I, I listen to that soundtrack okay. all the, the time. Score. Like, yeah. yeah, that whole I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And. Um, um, gonna say something funny but it just like got away (laughs) (laughs) oh that's what it was one of my um uh coach jujitsu coaches uh sudeco he um oh he actually runs the daniel gracie opened up a new school in uh university city so he runs that school yeah so um you guys gotta go check that out if you're listening um and yeah, he was like he cornered me once for I don't know maybe like when I'm like my third fight or something and he's like is this classical music? He's like, that's serial killer shit. Yeah. You're like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it's cool because it's like a different, like, yeah. you're like, yo, yeah. I think she's about to do yeah. some work. Like, <laughs> you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. It's so, a- yeah, so five and three. Uh, how, your last result, how did it go? Uh, decision. Unanimous okay. decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was... I think most people think that they should have stopped it. My opponent took a lot of hard shots, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. The ref was just kind of like, kept asking her, are, are you, you okay? okay? Yeah. And I'm just like, just call it. call it as you see it. Don't ask her if yeah, she's yeah. okay because, you know. Right. Of course, nine times out of ten, if they're coherent, most fighters, because they want to continue, they're right. going to say, yeah. Like, yeah, so, yeah, fine. Meanwhile, yeah. the legs broken. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. Yeah. So, Do you remember um, the first time? Uh, whether you're sparring or in a competition where you like remember getting your bell rung and you were just like whoa all right welcome to the show kind of like moment yeah um mm. Mm, see that's my peace out moment <laughs> yeah like all right that was cool yeah. <laughs> i would actually say when i was training down in uh 
uh, when I was training in Cincinnati, we were doing a sparring session, and I was sparring with uh, one of the guys, like, I don't, he didn't, like, mean to. Yeah. Like, we kind of know how to train with each other. We try to keep okay. it as safe as possible. Sometimes it gets to that, like, we're not trying to hurt each other, but sometimes it, it happens, mm. like, you know, but um, it's just part of what we do. But, uh, yeah, I remember I was sparring with one of my teammates down there, and he mm. accidentally kind of, like, went a little too... Aggressive. Too hard, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, that's what that feels yeah. like. But then, like, you know, in a fight... um yeah, it happened, and I was just—I don't know. It's a really weird feeling, but it's just like, okay, yeah, like, uh, it's all like right, your, I'm gonna your fight. I'm here. Coming, yeah. Like, what the fuck? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you, all right. So, the, so the, the the part two to that question is: Do you remember the first time where you you rung somebody else's bell? Like you were like a really really good. Like I'm good at like, this. Like shot yeah. or you know I have I mean? a good story for that one. Yeah, yeah I right, put someone. So it was my second pro fight. And I hadn't fought in probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was actually my first fight after transitioning out of the safe haven. So okay. when, I, when I was there, I kind of like forced myself back into training mm-hmm. and just because it was something I always loved to do. And when I was with my ex-partner, I got away from it because mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, he had the control. And I kind of, I put pretty much everything on the back burner and everything, yeah. my dreams and aspirations. And so that was something that... Um, you know, I, I wanted to continue to pursue. So, yeah, that's kind of what got me out of bed. When I say, like, martial arts saves, like, mm-hmm. it truly, truly does. That's mm-hmm. really what got me out of bed um, every morning and just, um, you know, having that accountability and just having goals to set every yeah. day. Like, so anyway, I yeah, as I was, like, training every day um, while I was still at the safe haven and um, about a year after I left there um, – yeah, I took a fight um, against a girl in California who was their number one prospect at the time. Wow. And she was 5-0, and oh, just like beast, like yeah. muscles everywhere. But Intimidation. She, yeah, and she, but she was only like, I don't know, she was shorter than me, but she was just all muscle. And um, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want that fight. Because yeah. I, I felt ready. Like right. I had been training my ass off every single day. It was just what I did. And, um, and I knew what my potential was. And some people were like, are you sure? Because it ended up being... A title fight, mm-hmm. and it was on short notice. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Like, let's let's, let's do go. it. We're ready. We're ready. And it's funny because uh, Daniel, my coach, wasn't available. He, I think he had was courting another fighter at mm-hmm. this time, and so he couldn't come out there with me. So I ended up asking one of my teammates mm-hmm. uh, to come out, and um, uh, yeah, we just jumped on a flight to California. We go out there. Nobody knew who I was. I yeah. had like no tape on me. Like yeah. nobody <laughs> knew who I was. And, I feel like that's a secret weapon, that, though. Yeah, like, like, like you don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, but I just felt like the fight was already mine before. Mm-hmm. Um, it even happened. I was just like, I'm you don't already, know what I've been through. You yeah, don't know where exactly, I just came from. Exactly. And so I just felt like there was like just like this beast inside me that was ready to like come yeah. out and play. And so I, uh, yeah, um, I went in there and just, you know, was feeling her out, and I felt really confident and just mm-hmm. happy to be there. I mean, we were in an arena. There was pro- close to ten thousand people Dang. there, from what I heard. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. I fought for that's like for, off your soul. for your second fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's why crazy. most people were like, oh, are you sure about this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I was, Are y'all sure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you sure? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, uh, around the, she was giving me everything she had and it wasn't like, I was fine. I was just, 
I was studying her a lot in the fight, mm-hmm. and I noticed... Just feeling her out. And- yeah, I noticed that she telegraphed a lot when mm. she threw punches, and so I was just honestly just waiting for that opportunity yeah. um, to counter. counter. Yeah, so, um, yeah, in the fourth, uh, I don't know, within, like, the first couple minutes, it was just, like... Um, she kept telegraphing, kept telegraphing. And then I would just kind of, like, put the heat on a few, like, a couple of the combinations. Yeah. And then I would just kind of, like, back away. I was, like, kind of playing with her a little bit. Yeah. And then, yeah, she, like, telegraphed. And I'm, I'm telling you, it was in slow motion. It's like, everything was <laughs> like, like a car this. accident, right? She came in, and I just, like, threw my right hand out. And she, like. She felt it. Oh, no, she was out cold. Wow. Yeah, I put her out People cold. People were like, whoa. Yeah, she, like, folded and was out. Wow. And, um, yeah, it was, like, shocked. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh, and that's kind of the fight that put me like back, Unnoticed. like put, yeah, put yeah. on. I was like, that put me on the radar, and um, yeah. I mean, when you, you beat know. a, like you said, a top prospect, undefeated, obviously heavy, heavy mm-hmm. favorite, big crowd, sure. someone who doesn't, who they're like, who's this person? Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost similar to uh, uh, the boxer who beat An- Anthony Joshua. Um, big dude, the, like he's not cut. The at fat all. guy, the yeah, fat yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the big dude, and he just went name. in and did his work and did yeah. work, and like now he's a champ. Like that, I love that. I love that. Story. I was yeah. like, who is this man? Yeah, yeah. That just rolled out of bed and yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he, he was giving it to him. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. But that fight for me, it just totally just it validated your everything. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. validated yeah. everything we had just That's gone it. through. So I just like when that in that moment, I just I just felt everything just like pour out of me, and I was just I just. So I'm so happy. You mentioned earlier that you're like you're like more of a striker, so like punches, kicks, uh, kick mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, submission not really your thing, or I mean it is now. Okay. Um, like what I was saying before about um, you know when I started training under Daniel, like I like really fell in love with the ground mm-hmm. game, and as I improve, like it just um, I'm more and more like comfortable. I find myself more as like a ground and pound person now. Like I love mm-hmm. striking be able to get in for a takedown and then mm-hmm. you know doing work on the ground so that's a lot um how my last fight went mm-hmm. you know so so are you a trash talker no i don't no. i didn't think that's so yo we need assassins yo i don't need to i don't think so i i get the people that that do like um you know in the bigger uh, organizations or I mean but then some people don't I don't I mean it's just not my thing I don't yeah, know but I get it a lot of people do it for like the entertainment yeah, purposes absolutely sure. absolutely it's to get people more into yeah, right it's all the show I just um I'm just I've never really been that way I'm like I've just let my my skills yeah. do the talking so so you can correct me if I'm wrong you definitely seem like a girly girl outside of the outside of the right you see so, that logo? Because you were probably like people probably feel like, oh, MMA fighter. They're like the you know, but Rough, like tough. girl, yeah. blah blah blah. And you're like completely like glammed up yeah. right now. Yeah. So, you, All glowed. Yeah. Glowed up. Oh, yeah Highlight really, popping. Like yeah. <laughs> a lot of believe it or not, a lot of um, there's a lot of us out there, the yeah. girly girl like you know fighters. But I, I don't know. I mean. Inside, I feel like a tomboy, but I find like I don't know. I just like to look and feel nice too on the outside. That's I'm cool. okay with that. I like yeah. that. I'm okay I do that. too. But there's definitely like a stigma, you know. It when is it comes to, like women and you know fighting. They just expect us to be you know, that way all throughout. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even. Like, I am like a woman. Yeah. Hear me roar. <laughs> right. Yeah, and not like even even in just fighting, but like sports in general. Women in sports in mm-hmm. general, like just having these like physiques and stuff like that. Like Serena, they always mm-hmm. talk about how like. 
like stacked she is and stuff like that and like yeah. it not being like necessarily um feminine right. per, se, per se sure um but she's still a girly girl like yeah. i don't Yo, get you, that you see she the women's so... soccer team at the SBs? like they're all in their gowns and shit looking flawless like i love it i just think it's like so crazy that they feel like like people honestly were like oh she's too muscular or whatever like you and know, they still and can't those are the people that feminine. will always have a problem with no matter what you look like mm. or no matter what you do how mm. great you are you the greatest athlete of all time and they'll still find something wrong with it i know exactly Exactly. like they were when she was just on vogue they were like oh it's too much she's showing too much and i'm just like she can't she can't win like like, so just do what makes you happy and so i had had another question as far as like fighting like i um i like to i kind of just visually who do you who would you compare yourself as far as like uh your aesthetic in the ring like for instance your style um are you more of like a um I, I watch boxing, so like mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, very fast, kind of agile, or mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, just kind of powerful, like strength. Like, what is your mentality when you're coming into the ring? Well, I kind of have like a little bit of both, but I, I don't like to show everything like all at once or in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I kind of like adapt to whatever the situation is. So for me, like I like to go in, just light on my feet, move around. Mm-hmm. Like I'll like you know throw some jabs out there and. I don't know, I just kind of like to, you know, like mm. Muhammad Ali, like float around a little bit, feel out mm. my opponent, but then when it's time to go in, like I am really strong and explosive, so mm. like I'll, I'll come at you and is wow. there, try to take your head off Is too, there like a so. fighter that, that you watch, are, are there fighters that you really like like to watch as far as MMA, um, whether it be women or men, who you kind of like their style or you want to take a couple mm. things from there, like are, is there any... You know how I really love is Rose Namajunas, <clears throat> she's uh, mm-hmm. the uh, straw weight, well she was the champ um, and recently lost but um i really love her style and i love that she's just so calm mm-hmm. um i find like i'm a lot like that too but she's just very uh she, yeah she's like the quiet assassin and but she's also very smart mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting like she's very tactical yeah, yeah very and very technical and um yeah but she's also like super strong and mm-hmm. you know but she's good everywhere I lo- so i love watching her a lot yeah mm-hmm. cool we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to play a game. Ooh, is it, Ooh. Is it time? It is time. Will of death. Help. You'll be okay. We'll have another game. It's all right. All right, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here. What a Ice Radio. We got Jamie Colleen here. We got a Jada Gentleman, of course. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We are back, everyone. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here. What a Ice Radio with Jamie Colleen, and Jada Gentleman is here. I'm having fun. <laughs> I am too. I am too. Like I admire me like three, like, like elite athletes and like just people that can perform on any level, whether it's right. like fighting or sports or artists. So like having a pro like fighter here, I'm just like this is dope. So thank yeah. you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Absolutely. guys. So now it is time for the Will of Death. Will of Death. Woo! Because we couldn't dun, dun, name dun, dun, anything else. Name. So it's <laughs> the point. So I will, we'll all take a spin at the wheel yeah. twice some fun questions on here so the guest always goes first yeah so go Sorry, ahead nice, take a, spin it nice spin. and easy and whatever lands you got to answer the questions yes oh no 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 <laughs> you, you, you do a little harder than that. It's, all, it's all on the wrist it's all on the wrist there you, there go. you go no whammies no whammies no whammies okay Ooh, good one. first question brunch or the club oh brunch brunch yeah. what's your favorite spot to go brunching in um 
I don't know. I don't really have. A, well, actually, the place I went to recently. Okay. I don't Ooh. remember the. Well, not Aww. recently. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, it's on. Pine, I think it's on like Tenth and Pine. It's a Greek place. Oh, I went nice. There with a group of friends, and it was. I'm not really like a huge Greek person, so uh-huh. I was a little unsure. But it was like a my friend's choice, and uh, yeah, we did like a like there were like four couples and went to yeah. brunch, and it was great. Nice. Yeah, and I just I like to eat. Like yeah. when I'm on in camp, <laughs> like I'm I much would rather like. Are you into the you know, mimosas and stuff? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'm with right you. <laughs> All right here. She knows but a couple I, don't, I just I, I don't know. I was a clubby person like back in the day. You know, I like to go out and whatever, but. I, I would prefer, yeah. Do you remember like eat, a specific club that you really like to go to back in the day? Uh, Lord, there was a lot of them. Like, like most of my going out days happened when I lived in Myrtle Beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably wasn't old enough to be. But um, so where we lived, there was like this huge tourist attraction called Broadway at the Beach, and okay. there was probably like. I don't know. Five or six clubs, they're all connected. Yeah. So, yeah, we would That's just hop around. Hop around? Yeah. Dope. <laughs> I'm with all right. it. All right, I'm going to go next. All right, Lauren. Uh, ask Lauren. Uh, I can't ask myself anything. <laughs> this is too easy we for me. Yeah, all right, let me go back again. Yeah. I wear sneakers I all the time. The, I went to the club last night. And I, you did? Oh, where'd you go? It's a new op- a new one that opened up in University City, uh, West West End Down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was a great place. Like Kenny Poon, he like. Owned oh, a I lot think of- I've seen photos. Yeah, it just it my literally just went opened. There. Yeah. yeah, and it's like uh, the graffiti yeah. and it, like yeah. it's all yeah. glowy and new, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really dope. I'm just like as far as like club. I was mm-hmm. like, You're like not into it anymore. I feel you. Reality check. <laughs> my knees were hurting for no reason. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was not the oldest one in there. That's good. So I got Biggie or Pac. Ooh, this is like the like Mm. a like it's always gonna happen. I know it's always gonna come. So for me, I'm Biggie. I have to be honest. I could relate more. Um, not that Tupac wasn't you, you dope. Be out here in the streets, right. like yeah. slaying that, yeah, yeah you know, pushing that, like, pushing that weight. Um, no, Push down to the socks. Right. No, like I just his his music just resonated with me more. Yeah. Like not that I could super super relate to you know the struggle or whatever, but like his his music was just like so much fun. I felt like almost, and he told a story all the. It was always so like a story. It's not that I don't like Pac. It's so just, here, so I, it's just a di- it was a different vibe for me. For sure, for sure. So here's my thing and why I picked Biggie over Pac. I don't think I don't think technically or lyrically they're better than the other. Okay. But I will say songs with Biggie had more songs by himself that were dope than Pac did. Oh, okay. A lot of my favorite songs from Pac, he had other people on it and it just ruined it. Like Hail Mary. Okay. Done with that, that last verse. Okay, I, mean, I got you. Any, um, but the only but the the one. Probably my favorite Pac song was Ambitions as a writer because right. he did it by himself and he killed, killed that. it the whole thing. And that was like the first song he did right after he got out of jail. Right. So like you saw that focus. So when he was focused, that dude was nice. But Biggie just has better songs by himself. Right. And Biggie doesn't even have a really big catalog. He just has ready to I mean he has mixtape like old stuff like that. Two albums. Two albums. And ready Mafia, to die. And some and, you know, Jimmy Life stuff. After Death. And literally I'm not gonna lie, like Ready to Die is classic, right? Oh yeah. But I feel like I know every song off of Life After Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, real and talk. Like, and it was a double album. So and you're a Biggie fan. Over, I mean, more so if you had to choose between Biggie Pac. Yeah, but I don't have the knowledge like you guys do. Okay. I mean, my, my brother, like, knows everything yeah. about, like, you know, Pac and Biggie. And, I mean, I just, 
I prefer some of his songs. I don't yeah. really know, like. So I, well, I mean, growing up in West Virginia, like I'm yeah. country yeah, music yeah. Fan. Well, so that's why I was. But I do. Yeah, because yeah, it was it, it's very regional. Because I'm I'm from Texas originally, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we had a lot more West Coast influence okay. because of this, the Mexican culture and just right. we we're close to that side. So I heard I heard a lot more Tupac, mm-hmm. but when, when you heard when Brig- you heard the catalog of Biggie, you're like. And his wordplay, his wordplay was like crazy. Like it was just, it was just I, great. I think people like Pac because of the the bigger thing, like the the, the the big picture. Yeah, he was because he was spinning shit back in the day that's still relevant now. Correct about like just politics and Correct. community and all that stuff. So Correct. that's why it's tough. It is. It's a. It's but a. If you're it's, about rapping. I'll say Biggie. I mean, some people are going to say it's not a hard debate to them because I think some people are very Biggie or Pac. It's no discussion for yeah. them, right? And I think there's a lot of people kind of sort of like me, which is just like what they can just relate to more right. or the, what, what the vibe that it really gave to them. And like just Biggie just gave me just like a different type of vibe. And then the people he had around them. Yeah, and it was just like was a, dope. it was just dope. You know what I mean? It was just a, it was a good feel for me. I just liked it. Fair enough. All right, you good? You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to spin for Jay. Big bucks. Ask Lauren anything. He wants to have <laughs> the last one. He gets it normally. Get oh, oh yes. Oh, we already know this answer to this um, question. Nah. You want to go again? Yeah. I got you. Jay likes ice cream. <laughs> ice cream is bomb. I love ice cream. Right? <laughs> you can't ask yourself anything. Oh, no, it's not on that. All right. Uh, yeah, Tyson, Tyson or Ooh. Ali. Ooh. Oh, we were just talking. We about were just that. talking about that. Fuck. <laughs> you made this question up, too. I know. I was, I was, it was more so for yeah. you. Man, okay. I'm gonna compare the two in certain things. We talked about aesthetic. Like aesthetically, I like mm-hmm. Tyson because he literally would cut the robe, like a hotel robe. Mm-hmm. That was his robe when he came onto the ring. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Like, and his music, it was just like very monotone, just very scared. Like it was like no, it was just like a, a sound. Like white noise. Yeah, <laughs> and he would just walk yeah. to the ring. It was like literally like a pit bull about to like Attack. fuck some shit up. Well, so like, and he just wore black, sh- right? black trunks, black, sh- like it was just simple, no flash, no nothing. He right. just went to the ring and did work, and then he talked his shit after he won. Right. Ta- I didn't like Ali. He talked obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. You know he was the greatest. He's whatever. A poet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. know, So I, I didn't really like that, but mm-hmm. in the ring, just as elusive as like being that big, like a heavyweight, the way he could. Right. Move. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man! I was looking at the highlights. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he, he was literally just mm-hmm. like. Like, it was just bizarre because, like, the people were just throwing these, ah, he's just like, Hell like, Mary. Bing, bing, bing. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, so in ring, I like Ali. Okay. Like, just aesthetically, Tyson. He was just a yeah. fucking animal, man. Okay. Well, we're just going to ask you the question now because Jay made this question for you, yeah. Jamie. So, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree a lot with what Jay said. I kind of, like, you know, feel the same way. But I, I don't know. I, my, Tyson for me, I think I just, love all around like aesthetically but he's also just i don't know i just he's a power puncher i like that i think (laughs) for myself and having heavy hands i don't know i just i I appreciate you know just his movement and the way like he's so so fast yeah Yeah. and we were you're talking about like how like repetition Mm -hmm. they would they're like if you look on youtube they'll show like uh videos of him training Mm -hmm. and like he'll learn like different like sidesteps whatever Mm -hmm. and he was that in the ring and you see it like you see what he yeah. practiced over and over, and you saw it in the ring, and it worked. That's dope. Um, the thing I did, it like, like Ali did take a lot of beatings, too, like, from, like, yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But, like, oh, man, it's tough. But tough. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely tough, but, yeah, yeah I got Tyson on that one. All right, it's your spin. I like it. Yeah, you uh, you go again. Oh, again? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 last round. Yeah. 
Let's get some we didn't get before. Oh. Concert or festivals. Do you like going to like a concert Ooh. or do you like to go to festivals where there's like multiple acts and outdoors? And... Oh, that's tough because. So what we do, we I... do hard hitting questions. I know, <laughs> this is so hard. So I don't know. That That's tough because down in like Cincinnati, like my sister, um, who's also a big country music fan, mm-hmm. um, we like going to like outdoor shows where okay. there's like, like country music festival or something i don't know like i love doing stuff like that but i think like the older i get the more i i just prefer sitting like, down a concert yeah <laughs> In and, and, yeah without just like a bunch of drunk people oh, like yeah. yep. falling all over me, bumping me. <laughs> i'm just like if only you knew yeah i mean i know it's like unintentional whatever yeah, sure. but i just um i don't know i'm just more like i don't like giant crowd and fighting or something yeah. But, right. um yeah it's weird i have like different um i don't know we I were just, i think we were on the same boat we just yeah. want i like small intimate now yeah, same. Yeah. um i mean I, it was a time and a place for festivals i mm-hmm. kind of feel like and, and now it just has to be someone that i really want to see yeah and i know i said this before on the show but like coachella is still on my bucket list of things to do mm-hmm. more so for the experience right just say that you went but it has to be someone again that i really really want right. to see so if it doesn't happen because of who's there then i don't you know what i mean it's okay but it just takes yeah. so much energy to move Ooh, from stage to stage it to does stage. yeah and sure. you're not a when you're a spring chicken, you can just do that. Mm-hmm. You can get drunk, whatever. And then when you're you like, but my the way my knees are set up. Yeah, like. and then like <laughs> right. weather because right. most festivals are rain or shine, or hot as fuck, or hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like it's a lot of different elements. It is. Yeah, yeah, But like something about the the intimacy of a if you go to a show and it's like at the Fillmore or something. Yeah. It's pretty my, Yeah, I went to a show. Actually, I went by my, went by myself. I go to shows by myself yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Some, some, you see? some uh, Bishop Briggs. Oh, word. Okay. I love her. Yeah. I love her. And I actually only, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago, um, uh, discovered her. Mm-hmm. Um, I There's a song, uh, River. Mm. And I was like, man, I think it was on like, um, So You Think You Can Dance. I think there was like a couple of yeah. dance. And that's kind of like what led me to like yeah. find Sorry. the song. And then I was like, I just, I fell in love with yeah, her. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, I found out she was going to the Fillmore. And I was nice. like, fuck it. I'm Dope. just going to go by myself. Yeah. And it was great. I went to Miguel yeah. by myself. I went to go see her by myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know what? I loved it. Yeah. 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 You don't great. have to like wait for other people. Mm. You're so just, you're like, on your own time. Yeah. And to use restroom. I got to tell nobody. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. All right. Let's see what I got going on here. I don't think we've answered everything, have we? I don't think so. I feel like I haven't answered everything. Uh, Netflix and chill or movie day? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what we doing, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Um, that's a great question, but because I really feel like movie, a movie is like, both of them actually are like once I know you kind of date. Okay. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Movie, movie, movie is a bad first date. It's a terrible first Cause date because you, yeah. you don't talk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So so if like let's say I'm dating someone. If you ask me this question um, and I know them, I definitely would probably say actual movie date. I like to go to the movies. Me too. I still like the experience. I still like the experience of going to the movies. And now that like all the seats are plush yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. You know what I'm trying to say? But, and I'll tell you something, it's something about, like, I never was a Netflix and chill person because I'm, 
it's too many distractions in the crib. Like Stop I'm trying questions. I'm trying to I'm trying to like clean up you yeah. know, your phone. Like even when you're home, like your phone. But when you're in a movie, it's like you put your phone away. You know what right, I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like so, I don't really need the Netflix and chill. Like I like to watch series by myself. Me mm-hmm. too. <laughs> I like Me to watch three. series by myself, and it's funny because. Um, I know like couples now that like watch series with each other and like neither one of them that. can like move forward yeah, without. Yeah. Oh, like, that's, that's a like, thing. That's like a that's thing. Betray- that's betrayal. Yeah. Betrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a yeah. big thing. So my, my boyfriend and I, we, I do like to watch stuff with him because he's quiet, you know, okay. like he's, he's easy. And, um, but we don't really, we try not to watch things without each other, but okay. if we do, then it's like, okay, then I have to watch this over. Like, you know, you have to like no, watch it over again. People are serious <laughs> about that. But I know what you mean. I've heard that. I, know, <laughs> I like that. All right, cool. All right, Jay. Last, last one. one. Round this out. This is probably our best will of death. Yeah, I think so. Because we haven't gotten anything crazy. I always get that one. Fresh Prince of Family Members. Okay. Uh, uh, Friday. You, or, you got that one before. I've had that one before. All right. Let's try again. Everyone gets a new question. Actually, if I if we get something else that I've already have, I was gonna say. There you go. Kobe or LeBron? Oh, we just put that one. Yes, mm, People are not gonna like this, but LeBron. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tell me why. He's a better teammate. Hmm. P- plain and simple. I, I like. Appreciate Le- that. I, I like. Le- I like Kobe's killer instinct. Okay. But I just feel like when you're playing, you want to be able to play with you want to play with for with players and for players. And I feel okay. like LeBron does that. Like, okay, you know what I mean. Like I love how he is with his kids. Like he's so excited whenever they do a great play or whatever. Yeah, and like he's like that with his team. He he can have like his little you know whatevers. But I don't know. I just to come in the league at 18, 19, to be a star when he was like 15 mm-hmm. and to be able to carry himself the 16, way he 17 years later. No other child star has ever done it like him. I got you. Ever in movies. I agree with that. Like he's had his own no no weird like um, controversies. He's a family man. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. his kids are great. He, his, his, he put his team on like Mav Carter and all of them. Like, they're like running the game. Right. So you're talking more like LeBron outside of the court, and on and on on, on court too. On court too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, everybody, that was the will of death. Woo! We, we survived. survived. <laughs> Until we find another title, that's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here. What Ice Radio, Jada Gentleman, and Jamie Colleen. We will be right back. Three, two. We are back, and it's your girl Lauren Reed right here. What Ice Radio on the Lauren Reed Live Show. We got. Jamie Colleen in today. She is an MMA fighter. fighter. <laughs> See, I did it slow. It's been a really, really dope show. You sharing your story and your journey, and we just really appreciate you coming to the show. Do you have anything coming up, Bad Mama? What's going on? What's good? Yeah, yeah. So I can't really um, discuss the details, but I will be fighting in Philly um, sometime in September. Wow. So if 
you guys want to follow me on yeah. Instagram, then um, I will uh, have the details um, of everything posted soon. We have to go to so, that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, yeah. You guys got to I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be brutal. I'm scared. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot. Like, you know. You're not even in the ring. <laughs> like, ESPN is on every yeah. now and then, and you there's like, a, like, clips, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like. I'm going to rip your head I'm, off. I won't lie. It's. It's intense, especially if you know the person that's fighting. Yeah. It's really intense, and like, and the crowd is yeah. like a mob. And like, as a fighter myself, I know like what it's like to be in there. But when my teammates fight, I'm a wreck. Mm-hmm. I'm a total wreck. So yeah, like I think I saw a clip. Bull was cold, like knocked out, mm-hmm. clean cold, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. he's dead!" Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "This is like it's kind of scary," yeah. you know. So. But I'll still go, you know. It'll be a, it's a, a first time take, for take everything. I never met an MMA fight, so that would be. Dope. But it yeah. does look like the crowd is intense. Oh, the crowd is definitely intense. Okay. So I gotta wear yeah. like afflicted so shirts, yeah. <laughs> like the brand, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like bootleg jeans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> what you have on is great right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, dope. Yeah. perfect. Um, anything else besides that? Um, yeah, I would just um, I probably should have pulled this up before, but I wanted to maybe include um. The uh, you know if anybody might be experiencing any any please go ahead pull any, it up any, any type of abuse um, that uh, you know women against abuse okay. they have uh, well they are um, Pennsylvania's largest uh, domestic violence service provider okay. so they do have a hotline um, which is pretty pretty amazing so they you have the ability to just really whatever you're going through just to relieve yourself of that Mm -hmm. um with an advocate um on the line with you but there's also a laundry list of resources that so even if you're not even sure if you should be calling maybe you're experiencing um maybe not domestic abuse but there's also you know other things like sexual abuse or um you know child abuse many different things but they have resources for pretty much everything there is out there. So um, they can always point you in the right direction for that as well. So the number for the um, Pennsylvania Domestic Violence Hotline is uh, 1-866-723-3014. And uh, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. So, um, but yeah, I just really want to... um, you know, just really to say that there there mm-hmm. is help out there. There is a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's hope, and um, you know, it's it's definitely like I said before. It's not easy. It's not. Yeah. You know, I went through years bef- of it before I decided to um, that it was time. Um, but like I said, the in the manner in which it was done wasn't my choice. But mm-hmm. how you choose to um, get up after you've been knocked down is is solely put on your shoulders. I do a lot of speaking engagements. And one of the things I do touch on is like the fault versus responsibility aspect Mm -hmm. of it that, you know, it might not be your fault that you're going through something, but um, it is your responsibility to um, take your life back and how you choose to, uh, to rise above the situation and to not let it define you. And it's just, you know, we all have to go through some shit. We all go through yes, things. Yes, that's but, very true. You know, it is our responsibility and yeah. how we um, want to, um, you know, overcome it. So there are outlets. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. and, and what we'll do is um, this interview will be on YouTube as well. So we'll add those phone numbers to the oh, end of perfect. the clip so that people who are watching and possibly need need the help or know someone else who may sure, need the help absolutely. will have an outlet and have the numbers as well. Yeah. Excellent. We're good? Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Thank you. So thank much. you. Yeah, thank this you was guys. So much fun. This yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Thank it definitely, you. definitely was. So, everyone, stay tuned to the Lauren Reed Live Show and Water Ice Radio. We have a lot of stuff in store, including this interview, yeah. right? A um, lot of other stuff coming up events wise for waterice.com. Your scoop to everything Philly. So, what you should do is go on the website and sign up for our newsletter, our weekly newsletter, so you can know everything that's going on in Philly and everything that's going on with waterice.com. Word. Anything else I'm missing, Jay? Uh, just follow us on social media. Yeah, on all keep social it, media keep outlets. Keep updated on everything that's coming and up. And Bad Mama. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Make sure you follow all of us there. Yes. That's it. All right, that's it. All right, everybody, you already know what it is. Not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace. Peace. Have a good day, y'all.